Hey, 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 welcome to Common You Spurs TV, where we talk about everything Spurs. Wow, wow, wow. Another day, another goal scored within 15 minutes. Uh, Spurs now top the league for the highest number of goals considered within the first 15 minutes in the league. Shambles, we'll tell you what you think uh, on the other side. With me, I've got uh, a couple of, a few guests today, but... Uh, We'll start with Ben. Uh, ben will meet us on the other side. In the meantime, we just say, come on, you Spurs. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, if this is your first time here, this is Common You Spurs TV, where we talk about everything Spurs. Today, we're look, doing the aftermath with special guests, where we look at everything um, post-match. And we bring you banter, we give, bring you chat, we bring you rumors and news. And of course, we talk about the key moments um, in the match. Uh, away at Villa, Tottenham go away, trying to secure or strengthen uh, European places. And... Uh, come away losing 2-1 to Villa. Um, well, we'll talk about the scoreline, the play, and all of that. With me today, I've got Ben. Uh, before I introduce Ben, I'll say, uh, I want to say a big thank you to all of you who support us uh, by subscribing, by commenting, by, you know, leaving likes. You know, we really appreciate you. Uh, we ask that you continue to do so. If it's your first time here, please subscribe. Uh, share this with your uh, family, colleagues, and folks in your network, right? Um, where do we even kick off today? Where do we kick off? I mean, because it's been an, I don't know, you'd like to say it's been an absolute shambles, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, from a Tottenham perspective, of course. Uh, but if you're a Villa fan, yeah, you must be in 7th heaven. But um, this is a Spurs channel. We'll leave Villa for the moment. Ben, welcome. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. I'm fine. Uh, you don't sound fine. You sound really low. I mean, come on, cheer up. You know, <laughs> you know the thing about the match is that during the match, I was I was effing and blinding and saying, come on, I was screaming, especially when the guys were found offside so many times. Um, the, but then, surprisingly, at the end, when the final whistle blew, I felt, I felt at ease because I said to myself, well, the season's over anyway. You know, and as much as, as much as, I'm of the school of thought that things, the more matches you play during the season, the better. So therefore, it'd be good to be in Europe, even if there's conference next season. A part of me says, no, I don't want them to play. I just, I want us to get a whole new team. I want us to think that we're a bottom of the league team that doesn't play in Europe and needs to get itself all sorted out because those guys, they're just playing with cobwebs. And I know, I know to, to blame, obviously, is Conte. I, I believe Conte is to blame because the boys, what, they didn't like playing back foot football. I mean, they're human beings just like us. And we were, every Spurs fan has been making noise and saying, oh, why are we playing this reactive football? It's, it's bull crap. It's this, it's that. So obviously it's fed through to the players. And the players thought, well, you know what? If we're winning and playing this way, we wouldn't mind. But we're not winning and we keep getting taunted. So again, like I said, they're human beings and human beings react to stimuli around them. And I think the players just thought, you know what? 
the last straw was when when Conte just lost his rag and started a, start calling them names and things, and and that 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 did it for them. But no, I'm not down. Surprisingly, it was going to be a huge task to come away. You, you've seen our away record anyway, so you know what our away our away record is uh, not nice uh, against against a team that's well coached by Good Evening. It is always gonna it's always gonna um, cause us problems. Um, and again, we've got a new system we're playing as well, four four two. Guys aren't used to it. We had a week of it in training, but you could see that they were used to this. There's too many players on the pitch now for them. So yeah, I'm not I'm not worried. I'm just grateful we've only got two more matches to go in this season. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, I mean, um, if you're watching as a neutral, um, you probably think, what are sports up to? I mean, we have this unenviable record that I referred to at the start of this program when I said um, Spurs were level on points or level on number of goals conceded uh, before the match started. Uh on the number, number of goals considered in the first 15 minutes of, of a match. And um, we ended up topping the league because we considered a goal within like um, nine minutes. Of, in fact, the first eight minutes, actually. I think it was in the eighth minute that the goal went in uh, off Jacob Ramsey. And um, you felt, okay, I mean, here we go again. And Villa had a few more chances to, to I mean, increase their lead in, in that half. Um, and I think the... The poor thing from from Spurs' perspective was that at the end of that first half, we had no shots, no attempt on goal. Granted, we had a few attempts that were offside or you know, but as in actual attempts that could have counted, there were none. You know, and I think uh, Villa played a bit of a blinder when you, when you look at the way they set up against us. They kind of uh, kept a high line, and we just didn't seem to have any clue as to how to beat that off offside trap um, that, that, that they had. In, in that first half, and it, that, that's a little bit disappointing. I mean, from a tactical perspective, I mean, anyone watching that would say, "Hang on." I mean, if you if you set up like that uh, as opponents, who I mean, if you have opponents that set up like that against you, surely there's a way you can beat beat that um, that that setup. And you think, why didn't they do something about about that at least in that in that first half to a stem the tide, uh, b and at least have a go at trying to. Uh, bring things to 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 to, uh, to, to a level point. Um, would love to hear from you from home. Uh, join the conversation. Uh, this is Common You Spurs TV. Like I said, where we talk about everything Spurs. Um, we're reviewing the match between Tottenham and Villa at Villa Park. Uh, this is your first time here. Uh, leave your comment and let us know where you're watching from. Uh, it'd be nice to hear from you as well. Yes. So um, we, we lined up um, as what. The same way we had, I think it was an unchanged side from from last weekend that, that we played against. Um, who did we play last weekend? Remind me, Crystal Palace, right? Uh, exactly is, yeah. the same lineup, and we thought, okay, fine, maybe they they would obviously I mean, continue where they left off. But again, it seemed this time around that we sort of set up in a kind of low block. I mean, Ben, what 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 what, what do you think happened there? Tell me. Well. I think I, I alluded that I alluded to what I think happened um, previously. Um, right, nothing was working. Nothing was working. The, the players, to me, looked like they—they—they. They, they, oh, I don't want to be rude, really, but it looked like they were looking forward to eat, having their their um, Saturday Saturday meal. They they weren't there. 
to be. Sh- I, I mean, normally that kind of match you see Kane on the end of things coming back deep, pulling the ball. But I, I looked, I didn't see Kane in the midfield at all. And I don't know whether Ryan told him to stay up top, but we had, we had, I think we had Son and we had Richardson going up front. Both of them were going up front. So Kane should have been dropping deep. Maybe he was, but he wasn't getting the ball. He was getting hacked down, that's for sure. But the, 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 I don't know. You know, they're playing away. So yeah, they've got to, they're aware of the, of the, of the um, dangers from from Villa, um, but they didn't seem to have any answer to it. Um, I think in this match, if there's, look at it this way, I, we started playing better as soon as they swapped Richarlison with Kuluchevsky. As soon as he came on, it was a different game. We played, started playing better. And I think that the first half problems we had were down to Ryan, personally. That's what I think. Um, I know the commentators said the same thing as well, but we all saw the same thing, which was that the team started playing better once Kulishevsky came on. That might be because, um, I, I, you know, they, they, they started, they, I think when I looked at the um, starting lineup, they had Son on the right and Richardson on the left, which would have seen Richardson thriving, trying to, to live off the, um, the, the crosses from Poro. But... I kept on seeing Son on the left, on the, yeah, on the left, and Richarlison was on was going through the middle. So I don't know, but personally, um, <laughs> I, I I'm lost for words really. I'm like I said, I'm not annoyed or upset or anything about the way Tottenham played, but this season's got to fizzle out. It has to. We've got two more matches to go, and then we can start learning something different because these players. For almost two years now, I've been coached, not two years, two years with Conte and all those years with freaking uh, Mourinho to, to not play not play with the football, just keep running like madmen all over the pitch and not hold the football. So I think we need to coach out of them. That needs to be coached out of them. We need to get a front foot coach and then we'll be, we'll, we'll be happy. But I know we're talking about today's match and to be honest, I think they, 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 they already think the season's over. Uh, I think some of them, some of them don't want to play um, conference, but I think we should play conference because that way we can use all the players in the team. Because if we don't, and we've got some some um, loanees coming back as well, we need all the matches we can play. So even though the conference, I mean, why would we turn down the conference? Conference is a is a way for us to win a trophy, and uh, I I think Tottenham needs to win a trophy, even if it is a conference. We need to win it, you know. So that's my that's my two pennies worth there. Um, I think we just lost it, lost the ball, lost the will to, to, to play football. But at least me, my man Kane scored. So I'm more interested in my fantasy team now than anything else. Uh, you, you there, Soji? Yeah, so I'm just struggling to see how I mean, we can, I mean, sort of do a bit of a rescue uh, act for a better expression um, in this uh, last stage of the season. Because if you think about it, I mean, we we have uh, what um, two more matches, right? And yeah. I mean, the way it is from 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 sports perspective, I think in how do we even get here in the first place? How do we get to a point where we? We're struggling to 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 be. I mean, okay, Villa have sort of improved a great deal, 
under Unai Emery. I mean, without, without a doubt. And um, I mean, you think it's coaching? Sorry, it's coaching. Yeah, because I mean, clearly, it's yeah. doing something something right. And um, I mean, okay, yeah. it's it's, um, it's it's clearly clearly working. I mean, whatever he's doing there, it, it is clearly working. And um, yeah, because it seems seem to have turned the corner. And um, from 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 Villa's perspective, I mean, they, they sort of had a, I mean, had this guy who was like, he had Kane under shackle in that first half, McGinn, you know, I think it was yeah. He just had the edge over over us in that, in that midfield. I'm thinking, myself, why do we even? How do we even get to a point where we're we're struggling against teams like Villa? I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disrespect to Villa, but you know, I mean, in in days gone past, those are sort of matches that you come away with comfortable wins, you know. And we've always had a very good record against Villa on that ground. Um, I mean, if I look at record books, I'm not even sure Villa have taken point off us in, in a very long time, you know. And uh, this season, they've done the double on us, which is, if you look at it, it's totally unbelievable. Totally unbelievable. All right, so we set up, I mean, to begin with, with, um, um, like I said, 4-4-3 with, um, well, 4-4-2 rather. Uh, yeah. Foster back in goal, obviously, because um, Loris is injured. And we're playing a mix of, I mean, three at the back, five in the middle, and and, um, and two up front. But really sort of switching things depending on where, where we're going. But I mean, if I, if you looked at it, when when we when we didn't have the ball, I mean, which was most of the time, <laughs> it was <laughs> it was yep. like four, four 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 four, you know, three five two actually, you know, and um, it just we just didn't seem to have that little extra bit of. Um, of of guard sort of um, get out of 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 of, of, of the situation they sort of put us in, put us in. I think about it. I mean, it seemed as if we had no desire in the first half to even press at all, you know. Mm-hmm. And when we were pressing, it was so disjointed. It didn't it didn't seem as if you had any purpose. It had any bite to it or any uh, rhythm to it, you know. And they just kept beating. That press so easily. It was like, I mean, come on, I mean, guys, what's going on here? What what is going on? Now, I know that I mean these matches are very very uh, what's my call um, difficult to call. I mean, I mean, given the fact that okay, um, Mason is okay, is interim, uh, and his role is like okay, in in, in a sense limited, and there's there's only so much he can do at this stage of the season. Um, I mean, I have to put my hand up and say that okay, fine. When we had last match against uh, Liverpool and 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 Man United, and even against um, Crystal Palace, I thought the, the team quite performed quite well. I mean, the, the, I'm not sure I could say that about about today because a lot of the passes were just going astray. They couldn't string passes together, especially in the first half, and we couldn't even attack them in the, in the third half. I mean, in the in the, in the, in the, in the, in the Attacking third of, of of the game, so I mean, it all felt really really flat. I mean, um, it's extremely disappointing from from a Tottenham perspective. You know, really really disappointing. Um, and okay, fine. They scored a, a really well well worked goal in 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 a sense. But I felt that if we were going to be sort of be um, critical about how that goal went in, it was a bit of not keeping possession of the ball. Losing it in the final third again, down to Villa pressing. You know, they pressed us high of the pitch. We lost the ball, 
bulk into Ramsey. And I just felt that he shouldn't have had the opportunity to even I mean, have that have that um have that shot or take that shot. But he did, and I think Longley was a little bit suspect in that first half. He had he had a bit of a man in that, in that first half, you know. There's so many misplaced plus passes. There were times when we had the transition to go forward and he just couldn't find the right pass, you know, or pass uh, the ball out of play. I mean, just sort of turned over position as quickly as we got it uh, back. And if you're playing um, the sort of game that we were playing, which was essentially a Conte-type game of um, circle the pressure, um, get the ball off them, and, and go into a counter-attack. But they just, we just didn't seem to be able to sort of click into that sort of mode in, a, in, that, in that first half, you know. So I would, um, I'm disappointed. It's not, it's not, it's not, it does not even cut it, you know. So I mean, okay, Dyer didn't play the last match. He was supposedly injured for today. He wasn't even even in the squad. Uh, but Bisuma came back and uh, obviously started on on the bench. And at the start of the game, I was thinking to myself, okay, Watkins has been doing a lot of wonders for for Villa. And uh, this season, uh, I thought to myself, or oh, this match, he would either give us a lot of trouble. Um, and extend uh, his goal, goal tally. I mean, I think the highest number of goals he ever scored in, in the Premiership was 14 goals, which is what he's on now. And I was dreading to feel like I didn't want him to sort of extend that, you know, to to 15. Thankfully, he didn't, but um, they still did damage uh, through Jacob um, uh, Ramsey and was it, what was that other guy that scored the second goal again? The, um, the Argentine guy. Douglas Louise. Oh, Douglas Louise. The Brazilian guy. Yeah, Douglas Louise. Yeah. Now, if we, like I said, if we look at the first goal, I mean, probably um, Longley should have done a lot better than he did in that situation. Um, but if you talk us through the second goal, I'm thinking to myself, how did that, I mean, okay, so there was a bit of a contentious free kick leading up to that, um, uh, leading up to the goal. I mean, I think Kane felt. It wasn't meant to be a quick free kick, and I mean, for his protest, he got a yellow card for that for for um, uh, d- dissent, you know. But I felt that Foster should have done a lot better in the, for that for that goal because the ball wasn't going to the corner. I mean, and he had he had a really good chance to sort of keep it out. I don't know how he might not to keep that sort of uh, ball out. Like, I guess you can always look back at. I mean, this is a time when you look back and you think to yourself, okay. Would uh, Hugo have saved that? Mm, you know, um, people will say perhaps, you know, but there have been times when it has it's dropped quite a few clangers for us this season. And, uh, yeah, so I think it's cost us a lot more this season than it, than it saved us. So, I mean, um, who knows? Yeah, so, I mean, I, that, I felt that was, second goal was a, a little bit soft from a Spurs perspective, you know. Um, yeah. Well, from a Villa perspective, good free kick, but I think the keeper should have kept that out, you know. But, hey... Going two goals down away to Villa, and you think to yourself, we didn't have a chance to come back on this one. And I, I mean, I think we came too late in the game to start, start sort of trying to do anything about it. Um, so, if we, if we look at it now, um, starting Richarlison, how do you think he did? I mean, from your, from your, I mean, I mean, let's just have a look at Richarlison's performance. You know, I mean, what what I, I didn't think he did much today because he was just. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if he was in the wrong position. If he was, um, if he was, he was lethargic. The balls didn't come to him. I mean, in good, good positions, or what? But he just seemed totally way off today. I mean, what, what do you think, Ben? Yeah, I think he was way off. Most of the time, when, when I did spot him, 
who is coming through the middle or coming through the left. Um, because I think he was he was an opposite side to Poro. So Poro was on the right and he was on the left. Okay, so that was good. And then we had the two up top. So he he was normally marauding down the left or coming through the center. But if I if I remember correctly, when he was in Everton, he used to always go down the left. I always remember seeing him come down the left. He'd get to the byline and pull the ball back and Everton wouldn't score. <laughs> but but I remember his runs were always down the left hand side. Um, so I, I I don't know what he played as a striker for Brazil, and 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 did well there. So those two positions he's good at. Um, but but today I think the whole team was lethargic. From what I was watching, they were doing exactly what Conte said. They were being selfish. They were playing for themselves because there was a ball that came into the box, a spun in the box, and it would have gone in. But rather than put a ball in the line and kick the ball out, I saw some guys staring at it until someone said, oh, yeah, better kick it out. I was like, how you, how will you do that? The ball's in your box. The first thing you do is you don't have to think about it. You don't have to tell your leg to do anything. You just clear it. Yeah, but they, they, but it, it's like they looked at it and said, what's that? And then someone said, oh, it's the ball. And then we kick it out. <laughs> That, that, just told, that told me everything that is, about that the match. That is so funny. That is so funny. Uh, keep your comments coming in. This is Common Your Sports TV. If you're watching us live, we're uh, reviewing the match between Tottenham and Aston Villa. Um, and, of course, the match ended up uh, us losing 2-1 away at Villa Park. And, yeah, I mean, disappointing outcome. But if you if you think about it, I'm not sure we deserve anything more from from that match. Um, all right, so we end up we end up going up up, and then uh, I guess we're a little bit fortunate with the with the, with the, with the uh, Kane Kane goal. I mean, of course, it came late uh, towards the end of the match. Towards I think it was the eighty ninth minute or so, uh, yeah. or the eighty sixth minute, I think. And then before we had this long delay before the kick was taken. I mean, the penalty was awarded via VR, and then you know he got. But okay, let's look at this decision. I mean, do you think that was the right decision uh, from 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 for penalty, for penalty. Well, I'm not one of those that the second guesses, especially now we've got VAR. But one would think that with VAR, every every um, problem will be cleared up. We both know that isn't the case. We get some very iffy decisions through VAR. So, All right. do you deserve it? I think the thing about it is that. It might have been Kane that made, made the ball move because when, when I saw the ball move, I thought, oh, the guy got the ball. But it, it might be that it was Kane that got it. Right. And so they decided to do like the old days. Don't let VAR deny the penalty. Just give the penalty because without VAR, that would have been a penalty. I think you'd agree with me there. Mm. So because VAR, VAR wasn't able to find a, a, a way to look at it and say, yeah, definitely that's off because that's what VAR is for. It's for um, obvious errors. So they couldn't see how it couldn't be a penalty, so they gave it. Because you can't look at VAR and say, oh, well, maybe it wasn't Kane that touched it. No, you can't do that. Because VAR, VAR, VAR can't go back in time. You can only record what's there. So the answer to your question, was it v, was the decision right? Yeah, most especially for my fantasy team, because I got a goal from, from Kane. So for that reason, I think it was deserved.
All right. Um, I think Truman is joining us now. I'm not sure if, if we're going to see him, but um, let's have a look and see if we can find him. Let's try and see if we can get him on. Truman, uh, welcome. Can you hear us? Hey. I, I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Yes. Um, loud and clear. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've had this. Napoli. I mean, we've, we've, we've kind of gone into the whole, whole march thinking, okay, fine. Uh, where do we go from here? I mean, um, it's, it's, it's been a poor, well, I guess it was a poor display overall. I mean, um, uh, I, I don't know if it was a question of the ex execution of the tactics or was the tactics, or it was just the players that just didn't perform on the day. I mean, <laughs> well, what do you think? <laughs> You know, being a, I'm I'm back from my loan spell at Napoli, <laughs> you know, where, <laughs> where 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 real attacking football. I was literally I was literally debating being on this show today because I stopped watching after they scored their first goal. Right. I literally I stopped. I didn't watch the rest of the game. I did. I was following it on um, BBC commentary, the the live uh, text commentary, right. and. I, I was living through that and I was just, I kept glancing back. I was doing some work. I kept glancing back, hoping, you know, for an equalizer, you know, when I didn't see that and I saw 2 nil. But generally, even watching that start as well, um, it, yeah, it's, you know, I, I've defended the players for so long, but it's, it's not just the players. It's not, it's Mason as well. It's, you know, I had, there was, I had the real argument. Um, between Daniel Levy and Antonio Conte was, Conte said, I'm done. And he told him, no problem. Just hold them till the end of the year and you can go where you're going. And Conte told him, no. The minute he was gone, he was gone. And somewhere along the line, I think we weren't playing terribly well under Antonio Conte, but it's something about a kind of leadership respect I think players have for certain managers that regardless of how... Um, regardless of how it is, they will still end up playing very well or they'll play good enough under a proper leader with identity and everything. Even though you're not playing fabulous football, we were not playing fabulous football, but we've spiraled since he left. We've really spiraled. And as much as I didn't like the football under him towards the closing stages or most of this season, if he had stayed, would we have digressed this much? I don't think so. I think... Ryan Mason is trying, but there's no authority, there's no identity, and yeah, it's just it's really, really sad at the moment. It's really sad. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I love I love your your summary, um, and largely because and, that, and that's it's it's twofold. Now, from from a Spurs perspective, you think, okay, fine. Where do we go from here? I mean, we have. Uh, I mean, I think. If you look, if you remember, we had uh, this um, conversation when we had uh, the, the preview for this match, and mm. I think I remember myself saying that mm, I wouldn't mind having Mason in charge, you know, um, mm. yeah, go, I mean, going going forward. But uh, today's match just shows he was uh, totally out of his depth there. I mean, because I think if you look at the match from from a neutral perspective, I mean, I was, I was. The, 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 the commentaries I was listening to was I know that a lot of um, uh, a lot of these commentators in my view, and this is my, my opinion now, they have this big, big anti-spurs bias right, that it's like it's, they find it so difficult to hide, you know 
um, in the way that they report or even comment on on um, on, on, on 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 the game, you know. And I mean, so you, I mean, sometimes I think to myself, are we watching the same match, or is it is it me, or you know? Anyway, what am I saying? Okay, we set up ourselves in what am I call a bit of a low block. If you like, I'm not. Why are we playing low block? I'm like, okay, fine. We're playing away to Avila. Avila are playing. Okay, a little bit of good football these days. But how would they set up a high line against us? You know, is it okay? Maybe, but Son has the pace, doesn't he? I mean, so why would why would why would even why would they even have the excuse my my friend? How would they even have the guts to even attempt setting up? On a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a on a high line for us against us, that means they don't even have any respect for us at all. <laughs> at all, at all. You 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 sum you 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 summed it up. You summed it up. We all knew he was going to play four four two. We all knew he was going to play a high line, but for whatever reason, like I said, we're playing well drilled teams. We're playing people that have an identity that know what they go and do. You see, the thing I've, I've never liked in football is where I hear things like, oh, we're coming to the game, we're going to defend. And I like teams that say, look, we're coming here, we're going to smash you. You know, we're going to come and do the business against you. Spurs had that on that, when we were under Pochettino. We're coming here to do you. We're, coming to, we're not coming here to play, to play what you want us to play. We dictate our own terms. They play their football. Newcastle play their football. Brighton play their football. Better or worse, it's what they do. Tottenham have no football at the moment. We have no football. You just nailed it, it right there. Yeah. We, we can't, you can't even say this is what we do. You know, I mean, so we're not like, counter-attacking team anymore. Like under yeah. content, we're not really counter-attacking. Yeah. We're not. Are we, are we a low block team? Are we? Are we counter-attacking? No, are we're we in transition. I think we're in transition. We're in transition. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. Season is over. The season is done. Yeah. And if those players look like they were they were looking forward to Yeah, no, they're on they're, they're on the holidays. They're on the holidays. And and here's the thing, I I I put it on a group and I don't know if I put it in our group. I said, imagine the two different things that happened, or the one thing that happened. Imagine it flipped. This morning we find out that Julian Nagosman is no longer under under consideration. According to them, how Tottenham is spinning it, or Daniel Levy Enoch are spinning it is, oh, we never talked to him. We never approached him. They they used their, their their guys. I said, could you imagine the reverse? If he had said, guess what? This morning, Julian Augustman has signed for Tottenham. He's going to help us get a director of football. Can you imagine how these players, they'll be scared or out of their socks. Like, ah, this guy is coming. If we don't demonstrate, if we don't do this. But now it's like everyone's on their holidays. What What, what can you do to them for what they've done now? What can you do as a Spurs as a Spurs fan or Spurs? They said season's almost over, like two and a half weeks left. Like we can't and get into Europe. We can't do anything. Yeah, and they scored a goal as well, so they they won't be refunding tickets. So, exactly, exactly. It wasn't six one, so yeah. <laughs> there's no there's no refund. But it's just it's like you said, it's 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 like watching them in that game. It's like you know the bits I saw is like, dudes, like what are you guys doing? Like. But I look at the bench and I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, this guy is a rookie. And, you know, I, I too was in a camp that, you know, it would be nice to give him something. Or not, but now I'm just like, no, 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 no. The job like, is too big right for now, him. Right now, like even Brendan Rodgers could have done better with the side. Even, even Graham Potter would have done better with that side. There's something he's missing, something he needs to go and learn and then come back. But, but you know, this is, because it tells, but this, this tells oh, you yeah. exactly 
what I've been saying about A, fans, B, pundits, and C, uh, people who look at football from an outside perspective. Here we were on this same platform here, right? Where we were talking about new manager. And so I, mean, I remember saying myself, oh, I can't even imagine myself now saying that, oh, let's give Ryan Mason a chance. Assuming we're giving him a chance and uh, I was to make that position. Sack him, sack him, sack him. And today it will be sack him. I mean, sack him. Footballers, you know? So it's, no, but, it, it's always yeah. very difficult from a, a, a an owner's perspective, from a management perspective. No, I've, a, I've, I've cussed out Levy today. I've cussed him out. Like, I just gave out a phone conversation where I really, I really cussed him out. And I said, you know, I said to my friend that um, I, I hope everybody who sits around him in the next home match, they all turn around and just throw their coffees at him and Donna Colin. But that's a bit, my friend said, that's a bit extreme now. And I said, you know, I actually looked, thought of it and I said, yeah, you know, that's wrong. That's really wrong to like aim violence at him, you know. But it's kind of like the reason why, I know, like you said, it's hard to be an executive, but the reason why is, bro, this has been, this has been compounding to this point. It's not like it happened overnight. You know, you made the wrong choices of managers. You've done all these different things. But yet, in a, in a weird way, I still can't blame him. But I can blame him. I don't know if that makes any sense. I blame him and I don't blame him at the same time. Well, I, think, know? I think one of the, one of the things I, I, I always say is this, right? And which is, which is, whatever position we want to hold, right? We should hold that position and see it through to its logical conclusion. What do I mean by that? By that, I let's look, let's take um, Pochettino for instance, right? Let's just look at Pochettino. Okay, fine. We had he had to leave because obviously this team wasn't strengthened, and he was having around poor results. You know, I was either you know um, right out of that season and have a restart. You know, refresh the team and hopefully give him what he wants with a view to um, because. As we all know, with the benefit of hindsight, and even when we knew we knew at the time that that team was growing still, had grown still, you know, it needed a refresh, and we had two or three transfer windows when we didn't have any new players coming in, which was absolutely abject, you know. So again, that for me was the undoing of Pochettino, because he came in at a time when obviously the stadium built, moved to a new moved to a new stadium, just I think he started. At, just before COVID started, I think, or maybe, I think he, Mourinho was... No, he, he, got, he, he got sacked and then COVID happened like three months later. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, remember, I and then we had, yeah. we had Mourinho. Now, so, I think if you, if you look at Levy's model, and if it's like worked out well, as he, as he, in quote, it might have had in his head, which we all sort of subscribed to at the time, which was, let's get, uh, build our team, Right, with a decent manager who would be project based type of, type of Pachetino type person, right? And which we had, but he stayed the course up to the stadium build. Now we have a fantastic new stadium, right? Now it's time to sort of maybe begin to add a bit of furniture as, as uh, using um, Pachetino's analogy at the time. You know, you can't build a new house without and not put new furniture in. But you, can't, you, know? but you don't have a Pachetino. Exactly. So, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just sort of looking at. You know the, the mm. progression, right? So okay, Pochettino didn't last because for whatever reason he didn't have the good results, you know. And of course, fans were clamoring and all that sort of thing. Now, from a decision perspective, hindsight again coming in and say, say 
maybe what Levy should have done, knowing what we know now, is for him to have held on to Pochettino and say, okay, fine. Why have that, that bad season? Well, they were not going to be relegated anyway. Like, 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 Liverpool, like Liverpool would do with Klopp. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, rather than bad season and have a reset for the following season. But we didn't do that. We sacked him. I thought, okay, the right fix would be now to get an elite manager, you know, who would like, you know, come in and take that same team and do wonders with them. But those elite managers, like we all know, work on the basis of a certain formula. And that formula always boils down to largely money. Largely money. You know? Okay, a bit of taxes as well, but largely about money, getting the right type of players who fit their own style of play. And mm-hmm. if we're honest, right, Mourinho's style was turgid. It was absolutely, I'm sorry, uh, uh, excuse me, my crap, you know? It was, I mean, and, but we still have people who would die on Mourinho's... No, but, but how, however, however, sorry, sorry to interject, mm-hmm. but however as well, because of COVID, he couldn't get the kind of spend that Conte got. So even if he could have pulled off some more players... We, did, we, we didn't have the funds to do that as well. All we got was Regulon, Doherty, you know? And if we'd had the money, yeah, I, I think Conte spent way more than he did. Or they spent way more than he did. Then we still had a, a few upgrades at the time. We had Ndombele, we had uh, Lo Celso, we no, had... Uh, no, 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 that, that, that was that was, uh, that was Pochettino. So they came for Pochettino. Yeah, but so they, they came in the summer. He joined. He joined mid-season with those signings belonging to Pochettino. They went I, his signing. I'm saying that. I mean, he, if, if I remember when he's when he first got into the position, he said, "Oh, with this team, he was he was. I think he, he actually said, yeah. to me that, oh, he 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 ended Pochettino's team. Like he could, you know, if he, he, he wish he had, he wish he had that, that that team. I wish he yeah. didn't have the yeah. team." And you don't do anything with it. With that, it with that, that, that was my argument as well about him. That he came in and said, "I can take these guys and do better than Poch did." Yeah, but a lot, I mean, a lot, a lot of these, a lot of these fans that denied that. For me, he, he single one only ruined the career, even though they didn't help him survive that. But you know, I mean, I don't know. So you have someone firing under 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 the Poch, so firing on all, all cylinders. All of a sudden, okay, lost, loses a bit of form. You don't get the best out of him. That's for me. Is the manager's that's part of, it's that's part of managerial. Uh, skills that people have. Mm. Okay, you then have Nobile who didn't really pull his weight. You know, I'd go off on loan. You had Lo Celso, you had um, uh, Regulion, You know, it, it, the makings of it, what I call it, not not a bad team as as such, but of course. Look, look, looking uh, looking at Villa now and looking at Brighton, think of those players we had when they were still quite good. We didn't even send them alone. A proper manager could do something with those boys in midfield. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Look, what you're saying, Chuma, is very, very true. We see all these other teams. We see Newcastle. We see Villa. We see... Um, there was nothing the special about Newcastle today. Did you watch again? Yeah. Yeah, those guys just played with um, energy. Like, oh, wait, yeah, these guys it. are Jolinton the scrub. Oh, well, not a scrub scrub, but like, he's not... Yeah. Jolinton is not one of the best midfielders in the world. Hoiberg is higher rated than Jolinton, in my opinion. You know, exactly. it's, yeah. it's, it's just watching Newcastle and watching us is night and day. And I'm looking at their team like, all due respect to Newcastle, like, you know, I respect them. Eddie Howe just gave them an identity and a system to run with, and they train and play with that same passion of the identity. There's nothing great. You know, I look at, I, I, I was arguing with a friend of mine, the two centre backs for, 
for Brighton. Lewis Dunk and Webster. Those two guys couldn't have gotten into Spurs' team. We tried to, we we're looking at looking at Lewis Dunk. Fans were cussing Spurs out for looking at Lewis Dunk years ago. And then now Lewis Dunk is now, oh my God, one of the best central defenders. He loves attackers into press. He passes through them. I'm like, look at this same Lewis Dunk that we're like, nah, we'll pass. You know? Now he's healed. Why? Identity, you're playing. And I'm looking at uh, could, it, could it be a matter of him improving since that time to up till now? Oh. No, the coach, that's what I'm saying. The coach has improved them and given them an identity that they play with. You know what I mean? It's like they all play to the identity. Keep the ball under your studs. Let them come as they come, pass to the side. As the side comes, one guy comes in. It's like, I taught them now, you know, keeper rolls that ball out. What are they doing? What do they do? What is their thing? How do they press? Who triggers our press? When they're on the ball, when they're in midfield, who does what? Villa knew exactly what they were doing. Villa knew exactly with two midfielders. They played 4-4-2 today. Old school system. Yet he everybody knew what they were doing and they knew they could have Spurs. It, it was 18 touches in the first half, 18 touches in Spurs' box compared to one touch in their box. Yeah, that, that was abysmal. That was totally abysmal. Abysmal. That, 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 that just tells it, that's, you. That sums it up, you know? That just sums it up, yep. you know? It was, you know, I, I was happy to see Bissouma come back. If we're going to talk of any positives, and Bissouma ran with the ball as opposed to staying, staying in one stationary location and passing like he was doing under content. Uh, he actually okay. moved with the ball, and I said, ah, he looks like... You know, I, I tuned in for that. I, I, when I heard he came on, I said, let me just see. And he came on and I watched and nothing was still progressing, but he was moving. And I said, that this is what our midfield has been poor since uh, Bentancourt. It's so, it's so hard to, like, even if we weren't as good and we had Bentancourt, he has an appreciation of space. He knows how to do things. And Hoiberg plays better with him. Skip is like Hoiberg. They are the same kind of guy. They need a Bentancourt. Unfortunately, so, Benton is injured I mean, till November. I was a little bit frustrated today on on on, on many levels. Let, let me explain one of the things that I, I think I mentioned earlier on about about them disrespecting us by playing a high line. You know, now <laughs> from a striker's perspective, right? You weren't we weren't born yesterday. I mean, this, these guys have been playing this like for God knows how long, right? How you can't time your run or maze like your run into in a way to make make sure that you get it right. I cut them out at least once or twice, you know. But somehow that son just didn't seem to have gotten into his head. And look, hang on, calm down, just calm down, just a tad, just a tad. But every time that that happened, he just cut us, cut us offside. He scored a goal in the end, but it didn't. I mean, it didn't count. The one time he hit, he hit the post, you know. But most times offside, and then, and then offside, yeah, offside, yeah, on, 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 on all the occasions. I mean, not not once, several several times in the course of the match. And for me, I felt that was quite disappointing. Um, I thought he could have done a lot, a lot, lot better, you know. And I mean, I'm not one to call out players as such, but I mean, I, I, I didn't think he did. He did. He did himself great service. Let's, if we look at individual performances, you know, I mean, across, okay, in Foster, Foster in goal, for instance, right? for me, he could have done better with with the uh, second goal, you know, that. That free kick should not have gone in. I mean, uh, it just wasn't good enough from, from my from my perspective. I mean, what what do you think, about Ben? No, I, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, I I, I knew there was going to go a goal was going to come of that move. 
So I just I removed my face. <laughs> I removed my face from, from watching. You hid behind the sofa. <laughs> I was I was drink I was having a cup of coffee at the time and I I really didn't want to spill it because I've been I spent the whole match shouting at all the players like especially Son that was getting offside all the time you know um so to be honest I I didn't really see that ball going I saw the first one that one was like shameful but the second one I I didn't see but. <laughs> when, I the, yeah, when, the sofa. <laughs> when I knew the when I knew the ball had gone in, I thought, oh, that's it. Uh, I thought, oh. so the only problem is for me is that I'm coming on this program. Otherwise, I would have stopped watching ages ago because I want after the first goal and then watching the players. I thought, why am I coming on this? Why am I coming on? Go come on, you Spurs. These guys are crap, and I shouldn't <laughs> be talking about them. We're just gonna it's gonna end up being a pity party. But I, I, I you know, I, I think- kind of want. Yeah, kind of yeah. Watching, I mean, but... it's 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 um it's it, yeah, for me. So from 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 that perspective, I thought. I mean, I, I would I wouldn't award him beyond five just for that alone. You know, I mean, I don't think he commanded that that that's um. It, no, but also he 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 did he did quite well in the first half. Like I watched the highlights. Yeah. He did. He he came out well. This could have been a six nil job or a six one job, if. For but certain things, he did, he did, he did, he did pull about two saves. I mean, um, yeah, in the first half, so you have to, you have to just give him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but yeah. again, that's his yeah. job. I mean, his, his job is meant to make saves, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Foster is better than every day. Foster is better than. I'm sorry, at this point in time, because no, Loris has been a good servant, but at this point in time, Foster is better than him. Oh really? That's, okay. that's, that's, okay. that's well, what I feel. I, 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 I agree. I agree. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if, if we look at, I mean, around, around the back. Okay. So, I mean, I think I thought Royal gave a good account of himself. I mean, he did, I thought he did quite well, you know, and and Pro did, did reasonably well. But the whole team for me just, I couldn't quite pick out someone who you would say was outstanding. Dominated, you know, dominated the game or yeah, tried to impose himself. Yeah, himself and, you know, sort of, let's say, come on, no. let's take this game by the scrum. No. And, I, uh, I, I I said I would have started, even though he's still not great, I would have started Kulusevski ahead of Richarlison and brought Richarlison on. Yeah. That's what I felt. Because I felt if you had somebody who could hold the ball and dribble and then support Poro, it would probably yeah. at least give us an outlet. You know, I'm not in support of Richarlison starting every game unless he's starting up front. But I don't know, you know, like, I look at this thing, uh, you know, we're all laughing about the fact that, you know, give... Harry Redknapp the job or one of these guys. I don't know. Maybe it would have been better to give one old guy the job. I don't know. Because there's just this thing there where you're looking going, surely these guys trained in a certain way. But it's like they're not really training and they're just like showing up for the game. And it's like, guy, we're going to line up in a 3-4-3. Okay, okay, okay. And it's like, what's your responsibility? What? Because I saw Ben Davis's hand come up when Jacob ran. I'm like, bro, you should know what's happening. Like, but I don't think they are talking. I don't think, I, I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. And, I'm, and, you know, I feel sorry for Ryan Mason because I honestly think that if he had won two matches in a row, his name would have been in the hat. Yeah. This match has completely kiboshed any hope he had of ever. Like, Absolutely, you know, I, but I em, Emery continues this thing against us as well. So this is what making six games or something. He has yeah. never lost the spurt. Yeah. So you know, I mean, we have the. I was I was here. We were here. I mean, a few days ago during this preview program, you know, which was aired yesterday, and I think one of the things we were saying was that 
uh, I, I kind of predicted that we would probably win 3-1, you know, and... What? So, If they got it right. Second? No, we said if they got it right, it would be 3-1. I said, I said, I said 2-1 or a draw. Hmm. I said 2-1 or a draw. But you, I think you called yeah. the wrong team, eh? <laughs> I called the wrong team. And I, and I, and I also <laughs> felt... I felt this high line would exist and Son would score. Yeah. So, and it, it, and you know. Yeah, and I and it nearly be the score. high line for that, for that goal I scored. But hey, it was just marginally upside. Marginally, you know. But there you go. That's, that's football for you. Um, next you know, one, there's one thing second. I wanted to say. Second? There's one, thing I, there's one thing I wanted to say. I don't know whether you guys are aware of the fact of the way Conte used to train, train the guys. Um, because the under-21s, I don't know whether you realize the under twenty ones have gone down. They've gone to the, yeah. the, the division, yeah, and they went down. Burdett, I think, is the, the coach. I feel sorry for him because what Conte used to do is he used to nick players from the under twenty ones to train the first team. And you know, yes, thing about but it, not, they, they were denied playing the games. Yeah, it did one. They were denied playing. The, they didn't have their training with the rest of the players, and on top of that, they never moved. Because Conte had them yeah. stationary and was drilling yeah. the first team around static under twenty ones. So under twenty ones, the training code. <laughs> and then the Tottenham are not used to playing against moving targets, so it's all bullshit. Pardon my French. When I heard that, I was like, I was like, why would you play against stationary? You're trying to bleep that out. That's why Tottenham, Tottenham mess up. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I, I, I thought that was a. I thought that was a diss. I saw it on Twitter where they said um, under twenty one players were 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 training cones. They were training cones yeah. for the senior team. I was like, are you kidding? Like, you're practicing your patterns around people standing in position. Like that's mad. That's just mad. use cones instead, or buy buy the you know those those those, those statues, those ones that they use for, for training. Those those <laughs> men that when you well, then they bend over like that. Buy them, put them there. Why why use under twenty ones? And on top of that, you mess up with the under twenty ones, and then you mess up the first team because the first team are not used to playing against moving targets. No, I just I just don't know what he has to do. Like if he has to go. You know, I don't know. What, I honestly don't know what Ryan Mason can do now, like to no, change no, anything. Gone, I just think that the season's gone. gone. We've got, we've got, we've got Brentford. We've got Brentford, who I think you know before we even do a preview next week. Brentford, are, Brentford are coming for blood. Like Brentford will come for blood, Tony, Tony and that will be a home match. Yeah, <laughs> and before that, before that game, it's probably going to be the biggest Enoch out demonstration we're ever going to see. Before that game, it's well, already building up on Twitter. That's the last. Sorry, home, that's the last home match. Yeah, the last home match is already building up on Twitter. People I used to see that never involved themselves in all that stuff are now retweeting Enoch out, Levy out. I some people I, I never thought some nice people, nice Spurs fans who never say anything bad on Twitter. They are all on it now. So I'm like, my God, the groundswell is massive. It's going to be huge in that game. And especially if Brentford do Spurs in a way I think they would do Spurs, it's going to be brutal. And then Leeds are fighting for their lives. So the last game of the season, you can't even look forward to that either because Leeds are, Big Sam is going to be long ball into your box every single time. 
and they just so what's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? They'll run, they'll run you to the ground. Well, I guess Leeds will run riot on us. But then the plus point, I think, if we're ever going to discuss this, is would it be beneficial for us to not be in Europe at all next season? As bad as I that did. would be that we came eighth or whatever yeah. to just escape that nonsense. But we have team problems. We have we have squad problems. I think because I like you. I think for us not to be in Europe, you need you need a few things to happen, right? We need to have yeah. a stable structure around the team, a, in terms of um, a new manager, director of football, and someone who has what you might call like a project mindset. You know, and by project mindset, I don't mean project in a negative way, as in okay, just go for the cheapest option, but essentially looking to say, look, give ourselves a three or three or four year target and say, look, okay, in those three years, we want to progress. Yeah, one want to do the year two, one to do the year three, one to do this man. And as much as possible, I know that all of these things are uh, uh, are targets, right? But you need to let people know what your goals are, what 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 your vision is, right? So you can share that that communicate that vision to your to your fans, so mm. at least they know what what the plan is, and you can see where where, where we're going, right? And yeah, even if, even if you don't communicate it verbally, you they can see it on the pitch, you can see it on in, the, in your actions, you know, in the in the stuff that you put out in the your messaging. In all of the stuff that you do, you may not necessarily spell it out per se and say, okay, well, yeah, well, we're doing this, we're doing this, this is, more, you know. However, there's a way that you communicate vision, the way that you communicate plans, there's a way that you sort of, when you execute things, people begin to say, oh, oh, wow, this is where they're going, this is where they're going, you know. But for at the moment, I was saying earlier on on, 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 on one of the charts that there's something wrong with the structure on Tottenham. And by, mean, by that, I mean the whole structure. Because I don't know how all this negative news gets out, and we don't have the the right type of news or counter uh, measures, if you like, to manage the news in such a positive way. Every large corporation I know, that turnover, the sort of turnover that we turn over, have an active public relations machine, right, to deal with situations and project an image for their service or, 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 or company or, or, or product that, that they offer to public. And we are meant to be like a top club in Europe. I mean, I, 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 I say that, I mean, I, I use that sense loosely in, in, in the sense that given the amount of turnover we have, the, the amount of money that goes through the system, and you can't mm. even hire a PR firm and play, pay them, one, even, if you, even if you're paying them one million pounds a lot a year, for what they give you, <laughs> It's 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 like, I mean, come on, come on. It's it's. I mean, that's, that's, I'm hearing news that Nagosma is not coming in. All right, on the face of it, it's not a big deal if it's not coming in, right? On the on, on, on the match day. Yeah, on the face of it, it's not, it's not a good, it's not a bad thing. It's not coming in. However, it's before one of your crucial matches to get into Europe for next for next season, right? You have crisis going around around the club. Everyone's not sure what's going on. And you let us have news together. You don't even have anything prepared as some sort of statement from the. You know, I don't even. You know, but it's like there's something wrong. There is something wrong, and I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure how how they, that, that is going to be handled. But somebody needs to take hold of. So, so 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 my whole thing was like you know why you say you you understand Daniel Levy's issues, and I'll, I'll give you this. I, I I'm not in support of the man, but it's probably how Simon Jordan would break it down as well. So he knew from January that uh, Antonio Conte was done, let's just say. He knew he was done. So the whole basis of their discussion was stay till the end of the season and then you can go. And that was the debate back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But he did not count on Paratici getting banned. 
Right. That was the only thing. So that's the main misstep here. So when Conte now did this whole thing, they put Stellini on order. Paratici's job now was to find the next manager, sign him, and then we can announce him that he's coming at the end of the year and whatever, we tank the rest of the season. Unfortunately, because Paratici was part of the Juventus thing, in fact, to be honest with you, Allegedly, he is the ringleader of what happened to Juventus. It is his, <laughs> it is his black, it is black book that sunk them. However, he wants to spill that this thing or sell, spin the story. His black book sunk Juventus, but his sacking threw everything off balance or his resignation because now you are no longer just looking for a manager. You are looking for a director of football. Mm-hmm. He now hires a chief football officer, Scott Munn. Unfortunately, Scott Munn is still with the City Group. He can't start till July the 1st. So you needed that director of football to now do the running around for Scott Munn. And now you're faced with that and you need a manager as well. No decent manager who's worked with the director of football will join your club without having a director of football. Julian Nagelsmann being one. The questions he's asking Levy, he should be asking the sporting director. How are we doing this? How are we going to scout? How are we going to do this? So Julian Nagelsmann is well within his rights to have told us no, which he did. Now, like you said, the communication is very, very poor because also if you had a director of a sporting director, director of football, it's his job and his department to keep us up to date on this is what I'm doing. But we don't have that. So it's an omni shambles in terms of communication, which will not get improved because now the next thing he has to do he has to get a director of football in the next two and a half weeks. So even this manager search that they keep claiming, it's all clickbait and I'm actually tired of it right now. It's clickbait, this one is involved. Oh, Javier Alonso is the guy now. It's all lies, it's all lies because he has no director of football. So until he gets that director of football, all these things we're seeing are just bloody clickbait. They're not talking to anybody. They're not really doing anything because none of those guys will talk to him without what are we doing? Who are we buying? Is Harry Kane staying? All these questions that can be answered by your sporting director are not being answered. So here we are, you know, it's, it's just going to drag on. It's 46 days since Conte left. It took 72 after Mourinho for us to get anything. So this is halfway stage, let's just say, and still nothing. So the director of football, I'm waiting to see who he's going to hire. It started with two guys. I thought, yeah, sure, Banker, two. Now I'm hearing four names. I'm hearing five. It's just as bad as the managerial clickbait. Is the director of football clickbait at the moment. So there we are. Yeah, I think it's just move a little bit quicker. So make, keep, keep, keep people at rest. And they don't, they don't move quicker. At least uh, send out communication that sort of quietens things down. You know, manage communication in a way that ensures that at least people, people get an idea of what's going on. You know, as opposed to this... Um, no news, uh, hold people in, you know, because um, it, it, it leaves room for rumors, it leaves room for, for negativity. But the people he's chasing are under contract. So, you know, if he talks, the clubs can sue him. This is it. So, I, this, is, I mean, this is why communication is important. I mean, and the way people communicate is it's always different. It's, it, it can be a simple statement like, we are considering managers at the moment. There are a lot of options that we're looking at. It takes time for these things to happen. But we are working behind the scenes to make sure this happens. Okay, so what are you looking at? We can't mention because of X, Y, Z. And sometimes it can, it's amazing how those things just calm people down. They make people just sort of calm. Oh, is there, there are rumors that, you know, I cannot comment on those sort of rumors. No, but he did that. He did that, though. He did that and said, Koi is Daniel. 
He did that. Remember that statement he brought out how many weeks ago? He said, Koi's Daniel. It was partly to do Koi's Daniel. Like, <laughs> but it's, 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 you know, there are ways where you can sort of, how you can sort of manage communication, you know, and I, I don't think that that's been done, 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 done well at all. It hasn't been hasn't done handled well at all. Anyway, this is Common Use Sports TV. If you're watching us for the first time, we say uh, subscribe to the channel if you enjoy what you see. Uh, leave a comment in the comment section. Like us and share this with folks in your network. I'm not sure I want to share this straight because. <laughs> 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 no, like literally, literally, like I'm, I, I'm literally just going to like drown my sorrows in something after this. Like so, just look. <laughs> Spurs will be fine, and um, I'm sure we will we, we, we'll be fine. Now, uh, all these rumors again. We always sort of go back and say, okay, fine. Nagelsmann out of the picture. Now nah, it's looking like Messi's out of the picture now. <laughs> Constantly what happens. Yes. <laughs> so definitely. It's 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 narrowing, but I mean uh, we don't even know who the candidates who the real candidates are. Is it is Jabi Alonso, Alonso in the, the frame? I don't I don't believe I don't believe any of that stuff, no. I really don't. After Nagusman, I don't believe anything. Is it, because is it, I mean this, is it not true that Nagusman is not even in the picture? Do we even know? No, no, no. They wrote there that we haven't even had any dealings. And I'm thinking, oh my god. Everybody's been saying he's the preferred candidate. The club has, you know, like, and I don't say that we didn't deal with him at all. I just feel straight up that's what happens. Look, we're all men on this, on this, on this channel. It's what happens when your friend has gone to toast a girl. The girl told him, no. he comes and tells you, I wasn't even interested in the girl. I didn't really say anything to her. It's a lie. The girl told him, no. <laughs> Nagutman has told them, no, I'm not touching you with a barge pole. And Daniel Levy is been slighted, and he now tries to make Nagelsmann out to be, oh, like Chelsea, I too didn't want to pursue him. Or, you know, we felt the same thing, Chelsea, that like he doesn't want to, like your, 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 your seconds. And the, I did, the, guy, the, guy, the guy looked at the structure, and I think he asked the right questions. And those questions are, who is your director of football? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do it? And they couldn't give him the answers he wanted. And the guy said, look, I can't really mess with you guys till you know till i know that and it's like that's a no you know so right now he says jabi alonso um so to so what i've seen an updated list is jabi alonso ruben amorim of sporting um brendan rogers and graham potter have been added to the list oh, and postacoglu of celtic is on the list oh, gosh. you know and anodice <laughs> you know what? Once Allardyce is done with his job, maybe Allardyce, Allardyce, Allardyce. Harry Redknapp has a shot if he really wants it as well. But once I saw Brendan Rogers and Potter, it made me laugh. I tweeted that last week. I said, I will not be surprised to see Brendan Rogers get this job come next season. And they will say he was always our target all along. I said, I will not be surprised. Brendan Rogers will get the job. I, I've, I've said it. It's a joke. You you got me here on live. Brendan Rogers or Graham Potter could be the next manager of top. And that'd be best for and us. Really honestly. Surprised. Honestly, I think that'd be best for us because since Potts left, I mean we we've only done well when we've we've had a, a coach that nobody really knew about. Potts, no one really knew about him. And I think we should get we don't need the Mourinho's or the Contes or the Nagelsmans, all these people. We need someone like Brendan Rogers. House. Eddie Howe, see what Eddie Howe is doing. We need someone. Yeah, who's like got an Eddie Howe chap. Yeah, yeah. We need yeah. somebody who's got that. Okay, so let's work let's, with let's, let's, let's make now back a little bit, right? Maybe not to completely throw out 
Mr. Mason from this equation, you know? I know it sounds, okay, fine, what happened today wasn't quite the best, but, okay, listen, you have bad days at the office, he hasn't had time to really sit down and do, do a lot of stuff, I mean, uh, still plenty of learning, but some people will say that, do you want to use Spurs as a learning learning curve, you know, I mean, we're not that sort of club, go and do that with um, with Norwich and, and come back next season, you know, get them promoted, get the experience, you know, uh, at, I mean, difficult times, good times, you know, when, when you get good experience. You can come back. But if we look at the likes of um, Mr. Nagosman, how did he get become become a coach of, um, of, a, of a big club in courts? Yeah, under 19. He was under 19 manager of Hoffenheim. They sacked their coach. They didn't have anyone. They promoted him. I, I'll, tell, I'll, give you one, I'll give you one thing that I feel very... So the difference between this spell and the spell under Mourinho, have you noticed what the difference is in the dugout? What is? No Chris Powell. Chris Powell, who has actually managed three football clubs in his, he was the he was his number two when he took over from Mourinho. Chris Powell actually ran the training sessions as well. So Chris Powell is actually a manager, but he's in charge of Spurs' youth development and works for England as well. But I remember when I said it, I said, how come they're always touting Mason and not touting Chris Powell as the caretaker? You know, I said this is a guy who's actually managed. How come he had to be Mason's assistant? But this time, Mason opted not to get him, or he's either busy with England. But that's the only difference I can see in Mason's um, Mason's uh, backroom stuff is no Chris Powell. So maybe there is something to this where you've actually managed the club before, and someone can tell you, you know, Stellini didn't really manage a club. He managed a club for four months. Of a fact, you know, Chris Powell has done the work. He's done the hours. You know, maybe there's something there. But that's the only difference I can see that maybe he needed somebody more experienced. Matt Wells, who is next to him, is he was also an assistant to Scott Parker. That's not much of a CV, even though I like him. I think he's tactically smart. But maybe Chris Powell was the missing link for them in this whole thing. And maybe it would have been wise. And if you're going to give him the job full time, then maybe one of the things stipulations should be get yourself a very big boy, old school coach to be your number two. Hmm. That would be the only thing I would say. Get Harry Redknapp to be your number two. Yeah, so that, that's um, that's that's where we are. Tottenham losing two one at um, Villa, disappointing outcome. Um, went there with uh, big hopes of, uh, I mean, uh, sort of strengthening up uh, options with a view to qualifying for Europe next season. Those things uh, that looks like in tatters now. Um, if we're being honest, <laughs> if we're being positive, we might say okay, there's a bit of a chance if we win our last two games. But hey. Um, very, very, very difficult uh, at this point in time. You know, um, tough boys out of question now. So forget that. <laughs> yeah. So um, sure? three. I love, I love the top four out of the question. Like even when you said top four in the preview, I was laughing. I was like, <laughs> you're so optimistic. It's like, oh, the preview top four like this. Nah, man. I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know. That's why, that's why I'm called Optimus, right? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I like, I like the optimism. Even in the face of defeat, you're still optimistic. I know, right? So we, we, we've got, um, we have um, uh, Brentford at uh, home next weekend, and and next and the following Sunday we are away to Leeds. Um, yeah, tough going. We need, we need. Um, I think the club needs to sort of decide what the identity of the club is. Uh, what direction we're heading, make those key appointments in as soon as possible to 
sort of calm the waters and ensure that things at least begin to sort of build going forward uh, from, from here on. Final words from you guys. Um, ben, final word from you. Well, I think you forgot one thing. I think we can do all those things and we can also pray. Nobody seems to Niger. We're Niger Spurs. So we can all... <laughs> we can, we can fast. pray. You can go fast and pray, right? <laughs> uh, somebody go talk to Deboye, whatever his name is, the guy with the Niger, the, the, the chief of CG, uh, you know, that one. Uh, RCCG. Deboye, uh, I'll be named that. Uh-huh. Men are going to make me pray, do prayer point for, for spirits. But, but I mean, what is, is it, the thing about, about praying and, and football is this do they go hand in hand? Because if you think about it, if other teams are praying as well, who would have done answer? I mean, you know, who has more faith? Who has more faith? Because players come on the pitch and they show you like Catholics, they don't be doing like this. They're all Catholics, all the players are Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh, I don't know. It's, Anyhow, um, yeah. Well, yeah, it's been a, it's been it was a it's a good a good way to spend uh, close to two hours. Um, not. <laughs> 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 uh, but no, I look at the bright side. It brings us close to the end of the season. So if anything, that's something to be look, looked at with uh, with glee. That will soon be over. We'll soon face it. And, and the good thing is, next season we start from scratch. Everyone zero. You know, so start again. Climb Mount Kilimanjaro. See whether you get to the top. Great. Or fall yeah. down. <laughs> thanks, thanks yeah. for that. Um Chuma, <laughs> what, what what do you well, well, well I'm hoping I'm hoping for Daniel Levy's sake for him not to get huge uprising next next Saturday or Sunday against Brentford. I, I'm hoping people don't start pulling out pulling out the chairs or or if they are if they are trying to be decent, do the Spanish thing where they wave the white hanky. Unfortunately for Spurs, the, the white hanky in Spain gets rid of the, the, the chairman. Because this chairman actually owns our club. I don't the white handkerchief does nothing. But then I'm also hoping against hope for his sake that in two weeks' time or two and a half weeks' time, he can actually get his a director of football and a manager. If he can do those two things. He will spin the tide around PR wise at least for his end of season because we're going on an end of season tour, if I'm not mistaken, or something. Yeah, stupid, so that's just dumb. But anyway, it's it's is what he's so. What I'm saying is, I hope he, if he can do that in two weeks, get a director of football. He may be close to getting a director of football if he gets one. He can announce that because one of his saving graces as well. This is the last thing I'll say is that. Chelsea have not announced Pochettino yet. For whatever reason, they haven't announced Pochettino. So up until they announced Pochettino, all hell hasn't broken loose. Still potentially in the bag, eh? Yeah, do not ask us for us here, aren't you? Eh? <laughs> no, well, you know what? You know what? We've seen stranger things. William did a medical at, at Spurs. William did a medical at Spurs and then uh, became uh, a Chelsea uh, player. That, that wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be so amazing that Pochettino signs all these documents and then tears the document up and then say it's you know up until they they announced that man he's up for grabs and also the fans haven't gone completely mad but the minute they announced that man holding a chelsea shirt is going to break it's going to break 50 percent of the fan base that still love him and yeah that leave on that serious serious pressure to leave hmm. so Thank you, guys. Uh, thank okay. you for joining us on Come On Esports TV, where we had a look at uh, Villa against Tottenham 
and uh, ended up 2-1 losers away. Uh, we look forward to the next match against uh, Brentford and uh, hope for better results. Uh, but in the meantime... <laughs> look forward, look forward is, a, is a different kind of word. <laughs> Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs>